Hello, everyone, and welcome to Straight Vibin', a podcast with your friends Ben and Viv, uh, where we talk to each other about each other. <laughs> Yay! Sounds sexy. Uh, this is episode two. Thanks to everyone who listened to the first thing we recorded and gave us feedback. Um, we heard it um, and are hopefully going to try to integrate some of those recommendations that y'all had in this to make this uh, more tolerable to listen to um hopefully y'all will keep listening to it and if not you know let us know about that too and be like this is why we aren't listening anymore um but yeah yes a special thanks to aura sahana and mama core for being the first people to give us some feedback it was great we loved it and we actually have a couple of um questions from those people that we're going to kind of talk about in this podcast today so stay tuned yes they were the first to respond so we are going to answer their questions first um special note to those of you concerned um, when we were talking about what childhood tv shows we grew up watching and we're concerned that avatar the last airbender was not mentioned um that is because sadly neither of us watched that growing up i have recently just watched it when it came onto netflix and viv has seen, like, never seen it just a couple episodes so. uh, we we're working to fix that mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we'll do what we can Yes, it's a work in progress, but we're getting there. But thank you for your concern. We appreciate it. I know <laughs> us poor, def- deprived children. Yes. Um, also, I'm surprised that not many people gave us beef for this, but we did not mention VeggieTales as like a childhood cartoon. And Truly the disrespect. <laughs> a huge oversight. So we just wanted to get out ahead. That's our bad. We Truly. Sh- I don't sorry. know who we thought we were being Christian. Bob and Larry. Who were homeschooled and not. And talking about, sooner. right, Bob and Larry. <laughs> Jimmy the Gord, all Paul Grape, we, everyone, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. Um, I'm sure we'll have many opportunities to come to reference all the VeggieTales things, but. Yes, there will be like double, double <laughs> VeggieTales from here on to, to make up for the lack. Yes. Um, so mm-hmm. yes, to everyone who said we need mics, we have them. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you guys can tell the difference. Um, we're really trying. Uh, we'll continue to work with them and try to make them work out better. Right now, we're literally just holding them in front of our faces. Um, right. hopefully... How does this sound? Like, let us know. Is it, are we too loud? Can you hear us breathing? Let all the things. We want to know <laughs> feedback as usual. Right, please. Hopefully not feedback from the microphones, but feedback from the Everything else. listeners. I keep saying viewers. They don't, they we are not putting our ugly bugs up there. <laughs> right. Uh, um, but yes, thanks to... Yana for recommending Anchor. It's really easy to use, actually. Like, surprisingly, because yes. we don't, again, we don't know anything about anything. Um, but yeah. it's really easy to do transitions in there. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I was talking to her a couple, like, weeks ago about the first little episode that we made. And she had some really good pointers. And she was like, also, y'all should definitely be using Anchor because it is amazing. And we looked it up and we were like, wait, that was almost too easy. So, thanks, Bree. Truly. Um, so, yeah, today we are going to talk about a little bit about how we were raised because Sahana was curious and wanted us to answer that question. So, again, you respond quickly and we will answer your question. So, Sahana, that one's for you. Um, and But to kick us off, we're going to do a little brief update on our lives. We're going to lead that off with what we call cherries and pits. Uh, would you like to explain what that is? Yes. Cherries and pits is pretty much just like highs and lows. So I think I learned this from like my summer job at camp. One of my friends had started it. 
Um, I'm sure maybe someone else knows about it too, but she taught it to me. Um, but pretty much cherries are just like those good, those high parts of your day, something that made you happy or um, whatever that might mean. And then your pit is just like the lesser of the two evils, I guess. I don't know. Just like <laughs> maybe not evils, but you know, just not the greatest part. Um, but yes, I personally like to start with pits because I think you should always end on a higher note, question mark. Um, but yes, that's pretty much the idea of cherries and pits, just like highs and lows of your day. So, yeah, and let's get into it. Okay, so my pit, we don't really honestly have a lot of pits, to be honest. We were just talking about it. But one thing that happened within the last 24 hours that's low-key in the forefront of my brain is I was doing this exam. It's like a take-home exam for an ethics class, la-di-da. And I had, it's just like a bunch of prompts. You have to like utilize all the information you've learned, all the things, and answer the questions. I had gone in and answered like 75% of the questions. Um, Backstory, I'm not very good. My major is psychology, and I am not as comfortable with this um, course as I am with other courses. And so it kind of took me a long time to get the answers to this not gonna lie um and I it was a lot of work and I had saved the document like did all this stuff and I was like almost done with it I went to open it the other day and finished the last bit and the whole document was gone and I tried to recover it and I tried to just do all the things that you do when you can't find a document and it was nowhere to be found I kept recovering it and it was just like the blank page so that was a sad day so we figured it out um, but yeah, um, the end. That's my pit. <laughs> right. Just not the greatest of things. But anyway, cherries. Um, I guess a cherry for me to begin was I got to go pick up my diploma. It finally came in the mail, um, which was nice. I was just kind of, even though I'm still in school and working but it was nice to at least have like some sort of like yay you did it um so that was nice and i got to go and see my mom and dad too and i came back uh lunch with them so it was good to just kind of chat with them for a little bit so that was a fun little excursion out of my cave because covid you just sit in your house all day and never do anything Uh, it happens Another cherry with Viv is Ooh. that she got recognition. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you did. Um, yes, I decided to try to get into the honors program for psychology at my school. And I got into it. And it's really exciting. I don't really know exactly what it entails yet because it hasn't officially started. But I think it will be a great opportunity. I honestly didn't have that much of an expectation for it. I just did it because I was eligible apparently. And yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm excited. Ooh, I'm so smart. See? Smart parents. Um, and I guess our last period <laughs> for the day is it was finally nice outside. Um, what is nice outside? Like it wasn't freezing cold finally um, because Good. the last literally like every time that we've tried to meet each other in person it's been overcast and bleh. just disgusting. disgusting and today it was super nice so we got to go uh explore oakland cemetery which is in atlanta um for those of y'all that haven't been able to visit atlanta it's 
Um, it's a real big cemetery, which doesn't sound like the most um, great thing for a date, but it's also just like a ton of green space. Um, it's a park. There's a lot of cool, um, like Maynard Jackson's buried there. He was first African, uh, African-American mayor of Atlanta. Um, he had a ton of really important things that he did as mayor. He uh, got us to host the Olympics in 1996 as well, um, because he had multiple terms as uh, mayor, both in the 70s and then also in the 90s. So he got that. Um, there's a lot of uh, Bobby Jones, who's a golfing legend, is buried there. A lot of cool people are buried there. Um, and also just really pretty. So we got it to have a picnic really there. Yeah. Um, yes, we got to do that. We got to, we actually ended up going to the Botanical Garden. Is it just called like Atlanta Botanical Garden? Yep. Yeah. So we went there. That was super cool too. But I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> we were going to the cemetery at first. And I was like, is this like a park cemetery? Like there's definitely a difference. I was She was concerned, hesitant. I think. Yes. But anyways, it was actually really pretty and it was def- it's definitely like made to like walk through and like it's literally a park. Um so yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Save and date. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And then just in a general life update on this cherries and pits. Uh the last two weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, it was Super Bowl Sunday. Uh they've got to come down, got to meet uh my yeah. His family, super oh, sweet. Some well, of them. Some of his siblings and family, friends, super fun. Yeah, so he got to meet uh, my older brother, Caleb, and his wife, Annie, and yeah. my nephew, Cash. Yes. Um, so fun. And the puppy, Shales. Yes. So the, the important people, Cash and So Kelly. fun, um, yes. And then Elise as well. And her Love friend, her. Her boyfriend, Daniel. Yes, yes, yes. So it was a grand old time. Yeah, it was super fun. I honestly don't usually do a lot for Super Bowl. I don't really watch football all that much. Um, and I feel like usually I just end up doing like school or something, but that was fun. It was like a last, uh, a last minute decision a little bit. So that was <laughs> super fun. Glad I got to do that. Meet yeah. some of the fam. Thanks to Albanani for hosting us and yes. giving us food. Truly. The poor they college really kids who clutch. can't bring <laughs> snacks to the yes, party. That was, they're so kind. Um, yes, truly the best. Had a blast. Can't wait to see them again. Um, yeah. Another thing that's happened kind of recently since um, the last time we made a little pod, we watched the second part of Lord of the Rings. Yes. And guys, Gandalf is alive. Spoilers. <laughs> right. Uh, yes, he was very excited to I see was shooketh. the White Wizard had returned. Yes. Honestly, I was confused because we're just going to assume everyone who's listening has seen it. Yikes. Or doesn't care because right. they're not nerds. <laughs> one or the other it's fine um but yes honestly ben had a really good poker face because i've literally complained about it for weeks like for weeks about how he just how dare they why would they kick him off like he was the best thing going for the whole thing and he's just like yeah yeah and like i don't know i was honestly very i was like wow your acting skills are kind of a1 dude because again Loki, wannabe theater kid all my life but i can't bit, dance so <laughs> Yes, so if you don't want something to be spoiled, or if you just, I don't know, he will he'll keep it on lock for you. But yes, that was fun. We're so happy that he's back and better than ever, living his best life. We'll keep you updated. Yes, this podcast is actually about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes, just a little sidebar for you. Um, so with that, we are going to dive into 
our questions of the day. Question of the line. Um, so this question, as I think we have mentioned, is from my dear friend Sahana, and she wanted to know what our background was. Hey. Ready? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> that was such a pause. Um, <laughs> yes. So we were both homeschooled. First, kind of big thing, um, and it's cool because we have a lot in common, but we also have a lot not in common. So it just kind of like works. Um, but some great aspects of being homeschooled and just like having, I feel like we both kind of agree on most of these things. Um, so like some pros, if you will. Um, I feel like we both learned how, I'll speak for myself, learn how to <laughs> um, just like self-discipline and stuff. Do you want to expand a little more on that? Yes. Um, I think like a big thing about being homeschooled is so both of us also had big families. And so at least the way we had it set up for me um, is like my mom would be around. My dad would work and then my mom would be like working some things or like managing the house and stuff, doing really important stuff, but also um, being there for us as we were learning and going through our like curriculum and trying to learn. And so she was there um, because there were five of us and we all had wildly different ages. She couldn't give you know, one general lesson for all of us. So we had each specific like textbooks and videos we would watch specific to, you know, like I was in third grade and Elise would have been in uh, fifth grade. And so we had, you know, different stuff we would learn. And then my mom was there just kind of to answer general questions of like, I don't understand this or whatever. And since there were five of us, um, it was kind of became very important to be able to figure things out on our own. Um, just because, you know, there are times, not that she was intentionally neglecting us or being like, yeah, figure it out on your own, but yeah, there are times where it was just easier or better for us to kind of try to learn. And yeah. so I think that definitely helped, um, just instill this kind of idea of like learning how to learn, um, which I think is a very important skill. Um, and honestly, it's been really important with COVID hitting back up, yeah. um, because honestly, the way that COVID is operating is like similar in some aspects to how homeschool it was at mm-hmm. least for me um with like you're yeah. watching a lot of record lectures and you're learning a little bit more independently um so true so yeah i kind of feel the same um especially during my high school years because um we kind of switched curriculum so at first we were kind of doing like in grade school we were doing um like books so it was like life pack and all the types of things so it was very much like reading based and you could kind of learn and teach yourself a little bit um, but once we switched to, like, our more, like, online format, it was really just, like, solely, like, your own learning. Um, and, yes, like you said, like, same as my family, my mom, and, like, family members were always there to help if we needed it. But it was very much just, like, self-discipline. And, like, once we got to a certain age, it was definitely more of um, you make sure that you're getting done what you need to get done. And, like, yes, we're going to check in, but, like, take ownership so if you decide today you want to work two days of work so you can be not so you can have more free time tomorrow like do that or um whatever and so that's definitely helped I ended up finishing high school a little bit early just kind of taking a little like break for a couple months until I was officially graduated I guess from high school um so I feel like I learned that at a very young age but um it has definitely come in con in contact (laughs) coronavirus Oh, it has definitely come in handy <laughs> during coronavirus. During coronavirus, coronavirus. Yes. Um, and just like same thing, I'm like back at home online and like yes, learning from a teacher and watching lectures and stuff. But it is definitely self motivated, and you have to 
have a level of discipline, maybe more so than you would if you were in person. And I think with that, like a lot of the cons of being homeschooled are, are very similar to some of the cons of uh, doing school during COVID. Um, very similar, like maybe you have, I feel like, less breadth of interaction. Um, you're not getting to see people as frequently as you normally would. Um, and I feel like that does kind of have some parallels to at least, I like in my idea, like the some of the downsides of being homeschooled, at least for me, um, I feel like there's much less breadth in friendships um, in that like even the friendships that we did have, they would be coming from either like family friends, like arranged like uh, with our parents, like being like, oh, we know this family. So they're going to come over for dinner and they're going to bring their kids or even like people that you'd see consistently at like youth group or church, um, which is great. Uh, you get a lot of great friendships out of that. But I definitely think um, going through middle school that did kind of limit the the breadth of interactions you got with people that maybe did, had a different value system or different uh, worldview, um, since a lot of people, you know, they share your faith, you're going to the same church. Um, so I think that definitely is, uh, I guess, one of the downsides, I would say, of coming mm -hmm. from that background, being homeschooled. Um, and, and again, that limited peer-to-peer -peer interaction sometimes meant um, adjusting to social settings could be a little more challenging, but I don't know what you think. Yeah, for sure. I think it was definitely from the very beginning. I feel like my parents, um, because we were in such a sheltered environment, I guess maybe is the right word. Um, we definitely learned very quickly how to like communicate with um, adults and like how to speak to people and how to carry a conversation maybe earlier than um, some or maybe it was like um, more of a more of a prevalent thing. Um, but I think one area that I personally lacked was ability to communicate with my peers, I guess. Like, it didn't come as naturally, I found, as I was, like, getting older and, like, um, coming into different environments with people. Um, I'm also just an introvert, so, like, that definitely plays into just, like, I'm definitely more observant and will just tend to, like, take the back seat to situations. Um, but, yes, it was definitely, like, I felt like I was learning backwards at times because... Um, um, I will say, though, at least for my experience, because that definitely is uh, can be a challenge um, that like for me transitioning from uh, being homeschooled through middle school to going to a public high school. Um, the first couple weeks of public high school going from literally I had for three years, it was just me and my younger brother in a classroom of just the two of us all day, every day for three years. Um, and then I went to a school with twenty seven hundred kids in it. Wow. <laughs> uh, and that is a, a big difference, shockingly. Um, which, it, it, again, it was a transitionary period. and um, But, you know, I, I figured it out in the end. But I definitely think that, um, like, experience of going into just a completely new environment and just kind of having to time, find my footing and roll with it, I think when I kind of had to make a similar jump in college, I felt I had kind of experienced that before in a way that maybe some kids transitioning to college from you know if you go to like a small town high school where you know everybody and then you come to a new school that's really big um I feel like I didn't have as much a hard time as some people did in that regard um because I had experienced something similar in high school and I was like oh I've done this before mm -hmm. so that I guess was a pro of it yeah um but I feel like overall I don't know how, how do we feel about being homeschooled I have no regrets truly I loved being homeschooled like overall there were definitely 
pockets of time where I was like, bruh, can we please go to school? Um, I feel like that was more in like grade school and when I I was like getting a lot of friends who were in school and so I just wanted to like be where they were. Um, so I think the social aspect was big, a bigger deal to me than like anything else for a while. Um, but as I was getting into like ninth grade, 10th grade, like I wanted to go to school less and less and I was really just like focused on academics and I it was honestly just helpful because those were very interesting years of my life and looking back very helpful I'm very glad that I was I didn't have all of the extra things that came that would have maybe come with going um so yes I overall some drama (laughs) right exactly (laughs) maybe just a tad so yes we definitely I definitely had a very positive experience overall Kudos to my mother. She's, I don't understand how she did it with literally all seven of us. Um, and we all were fine. Like, we made it. <laughs> we, we think we're fine. We think we're normal. I, mean, I think it's fine. Like, I feel like I've acclimated to the world pretty well. Um, but yeah, so I definitely highly recommend. It's not for the faint of heart, but it teaches you a lot of great lessons. I really enjoyed it. What about you? Better than middle school. <laughs> From what I heard, from everyone Yikes. that has gone to public school. Middle school is just trash. uncomfy all around. Uh, but yeah, as, as a whole, I think I would echo it. It is, uh, I think it can be, it's very challenging if you homeschool. Mm-hmm. Um, done well, I think it has a lot of benefits and can help. Um, and when not done well, I think it definitely can, can hamper people's development. But I think I kind of got the best of both worlds of I got to be homeschool and kind of again like learn some of that independence but then I also got to experience public school in high school um which I think was uh, overall I'm happy with the way that I ended up doing it um you know yeah no regrets no regrets so <laughs> yeah that's all we have to say about homeschool <laughs> Okay, so I feel like one thing that definitely comes hand in hand with being homeschooled is having a big family, um, which isn't always the case. But for a lot of people, if you have a big family, I feel like the chances of being homeschooled right. there's just a correlation like for sure, one hundred percent. So I guess this, like the pros and cons of having a big family is <laughs> just that there's never a dull moment, like both ways. Um, but truly, it's so fun. I know for me, like. My siblings are literally some of my best friends. I nag them way too much, especially in college. I was going to say high school. Um, in college, uh, just, like, being away, I feel like they, they're definitely my support system and, like, people I have always gravitated to. I'm thankful that I'm able to, like, be kind of one of the younger siblings because um, I have a lot of people um, to go before me and kind of pave the way. <laughs> In Facts, actually. Yeah, and so it's helpful like, to just talk things out with them and uh, kind of get wisdom. And they, yeah, I really value that relationship with them. Um, it's kind of chaotic. People, I never know what people think when I bring them into situations with my family, especially if they're not used to big families, um, because it's definitely a lot of, like, talking over each other, really loud, like, environment in general. And, like, in our family... It's very much like sarcasm is our love language and like very like mm-hmm. sappy mm-hmm. and obviously not like 
with intent to really hurt somebody, but just like subtle jabs of like, I love you. I know like how to get it just enough. So it's not like a real blow, but just like, LOL, like, uh, I know your weakness type of thing. Um, so yes, definitely some of my favorite people ever in life. Um, but yes, <laughs> what do you have to say about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think definitely a lot of, a lot of parallels there for sure. Um, being really close to all their siblings again, I think that goes to back when we were homeschooled, like we spent a lot of time with each other because we, that's, that's who was totally. there all the time. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, we definitely, uh, got to be a lot closer with them than I think yeah. some people are with their siblings. Um, not trying to throw shade, but, uh, yeah. And I think it's definitely like, it's, it's roast or be roasted. Very is, much so. Is how it is. And, um, but you gotta be able to throw it right back. <laughs> so if, if mm-hmm. any of my friends are like, that's why Ben is like me sometimes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, because I guess we never saw it as meanness and maybe that's a problem yeah. on our end. But that's, yes. what it is. that's like, definitely mm-hmm. a lesson I've had to learn. Yes. When to dial it back some, because some not people everybody can take that. <laughs> can, some people can take it, some people can't. And yeah. I learned how to be gentle with some people because they don't weren't constantly being attacked yeah. all the time of their yeah. lives they're like oh that's not normal yeah and i feel like all the attacks that i experienced from my siblings were like they knew me well enough to know like it wasn't going to cause real immense damage and so it felt a lot safer to contribute to those types of conversations right because you're not ever like it's nothing that they're like this is like for me i don't know we will we'll come after each other for being like dumb because like all of my family like we are like confident in our like our personhood when it comes to like mm-hmm. how funny we are how smart like stuff like that yeah. so that's what we'll go after because it's like these people are secure in that exactly. thing we're not going to go after something that they're insecure about because that's right. like actually hurtful and mean <laughs> exactly um but yes yeah, some people i guess are not uh which is no that is very much a thing if i like go after one of our friends and roast them it's going to be something about something that I, like, I believe they're like, they are confident in this area, so I'm going to make fun of them for it because yeah. that's what's that's fun. True. It's like, you don't kick someone while they're down. Like, yeah. if they're actually bad at something, don't make fun of them for it. That's just me. Um, yeah. And there's obviously other aspects of, like, having a big family and obviously. Um, but those are definitely some of my favorite parts about my, like, sibling dynamic, especially. Um, but, yeah, they're truly so great and yeah. so thankful to have their input in life and just like they're so fun yeah (laughs) yay family (laughs) um and yeah finally as with i feel like most large homeschooled families uh both of our families were uh fairly religious um Mm -hmm. and like conservative christian christian uh for the most part and so yeah i don't know i feel like church was always a big part of our my life mm-hmm. and from what yes. I yes my family my dad was a pastor um for hmm, I think 18 years we'll see if that's correct I think it was 18 years it we'll get 16, our fact checkers fake news yeah 16 or 18 um it's definitely in the teens <laughs> um but yes when I was born um my dad was a preacher in Michigan and it's kind of like how we were raised and so uh as time has gone on my dad's not a pastor currently, but yes, we've always had that like back, just like general foundation of like, we're in a Christian home. We have these, this is our faith. Like, this is what we believe type of thing. 
Um, but yeah, pretty yeah. easy. And I think yeah, with that, uh, my neither of my parents were pastors. My grandpa was actually, but right. uh, but with that, I uh, like because faith was always something like we were discussing. Um, it was always kind of like you should know why we believe this thing. Um, and so like for for most things like uh, when we practice our faith like some things like this is this is why we're going to observe you know the Easter holiday like this is why we uh, why Christmas is a big deal stuff mm. like that um, and and with that came um, something that was kind of ingrained in me which I'm very appreciative of like just being thoughtful um, when it comes to anything faith related and religious like okay like if I'm going to believe this or I'm going to say I believe this like I want to have I want to have receipts like I want to like this is why like I'm going to go to scripture and say like this is why you know therefore. Um, and so even as, you know, I've kind of come into my own faith, um, and even as there are, like, maybe some things that I believe uh, that is maybe goes against, um, you know, what I was taught mm -hmm. um, growing up, like, it's it's coming from it of, like, that, that tradition, that background of, like, this is why I believe what I believe is still very much rooted in, you know, what we were, I was taught uh, growing yeah. up, me and my siblings. And um, so even if it doesn't maybe look like it doesn't translate exactly how my parents raised us and practiced our faith, um, it, you know, I feel like it's still rooted, rooted in that ethos of like, we are Christian, these are core beliefs that we hold, um, and so we're going to live our lives by that. Yeah. Um, and so I do like, still think, you know, that was very important. And so, yeah, even if, it, I guess, even if it's a different expression um, than the faith that I was maybe raised up in. Um, it's still very prevalent, and that definitely is um, because of how we were raised, and definitely a little bit of gratitude to my parents and how they decided to raise us. So. Yeah, yeah. I always appreciate appreciated how uh, my parents always did the best that they could with what we had in every sense of the word. And so I feel like, especially with our faith, um, it was as we have grown as a family. I feel like it's just gotten even better of just like trying to better understand why we believe what we believe and why we operate in the way that we do um and so I've always really appreciated that about my parents or just like their ability to learn and grow from a situation and maybe adjust to, to things that they learn about like the character of God or how he operates um and like how we should navigate our lives in accordance to that I guess um so yeah like Ben was saying it has been very helpful to have like that foundation and very thankful that um, we were able to have that opportunity to learn in that way. There's definitely challenges with all of those things. Um, and just like, I feel like there's opportunity for you to have like a lukewarm relationship with God and stuff when you're in a um, Christian home and you're used to hearing the same things all your life. And it just can be easily like a glazed over situation. But um, it's also... A blessing because um yeah god has been able to teach me a lot of things about myself and other people and um just like how to navigate life and so yeah i think overall it has really been like served me in a way yeah um yeah and so something that we've decided to do with the uh we'll try to do this every time but just have a fun fact of the day. Um, as anyone who knows me, I'm full of them and will inundate you with them. Um, a minefield Truly. of fun facts, as my sister yes. has described me. And so, time. yeah, we're going to try to incorporate that mainly because I'm a nerd and I like sharing information <laughs> with people. 
Um, it's great. It's like my old tour guide. Was that? We'll let people Wait, determine it, whether it or not that is, was uh, oh, sarcastic that sounded, or not. That sounded very. Sad. It wasn't supposed to sound sassy. It's. I was. I feel like it's a blessing. Sometimes it is. I appreciate it. I feel like every like we no matter where we are, I learn something new, and I'm like, wait, I genuinely didn't know that. We went to the yeah. aquarium last week, and whoa, this kid knows so much about turtles. I'm like, <laughs> I hold love on turtles. a second. Turtles are great. Um, a good time. But it definitely, I feel like there's a time where people are like, when does it stop? It doesn't stop. That's it doesn't. What, it just, and that's why it's great. Until it's, it's not. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe I you have don't retain information yet. like that. So I just, it's just like fascinating to me. Um, anyways. But anyway, but so today, um, because we spent some time talking about CH and stuff. Um, and Ash Wednesday was uh, last Wednesday, uh, February 17th. Um, so we decided we're going to talk about the origin of Easter eggs. Ooh, Easter. Um, because I'm sure a lot of people are like, wait, Easter is about Jesus rising from the dead. What does that have to do with bunnies and eggs? Also, like, how did bunny rabbits come affiliated with it? Right. I don't know that thing. I'm sure it's some sort of marketing gimmick or something. Mm-hmm. Not talking about that, but just actually what, like, why Easter eggs um, became a thing. Um, so it starts um, with Ash Wednesday, which is uh, for people that didn't grow up in church or aren't very religious. Uh, Ash Wednesday is the beginning of Lent. Um, Lent is a period of fasting um, that Christians participate in uh, leading up to uh, Easter. So it's it runs 46 days before Easter. Um, and so this is 46 days before Jesus. Uh, we celebrate Jesus's death on a cross and then his resurrection three days later on Easter Sunday. And um, the reason that it is 46 is that it is 40 days of fasting um, with six every Sunday is a break from the fast. Because um, in Christian religion, we believe uh, much uh, it's, it's kind of borrowed from the Jewish faith of Sabbath, that Sundays are a day of rest. Um, and so you fast Monday through Saturday. And then on Sunday, you break your fast and you um, basically can, can partake of things. And different, uh, I guess, faiths or different denominations practice different levels of strictness with fast. So some people, they don't break their fast on Sundays, but um, in many traditions, that is the case. So anyways, um, and and so it's 40 days of fasting and six those six Sundays that are Sabbath days and you rest. And the reason that it is those 40 days is because that is commemorative of Jesus's um, 40 days of fasting in the wilderness before he began his preaching. Um, so basically, if you don't really, you know, aren't familiar with the story of the gospel or how that works, um, you have like the the Christmas story of Jesus is born, and then you don't really have a lot of information about him past when he's like twelve, and then it jumps to like he's in his thirties, he's about to begin preaching. Um, and before he does that, he goes and he fasts for forty days and nights in the desert and is tempted by the devil. And after that, he goes and begins his preaching ministry. And so Lent is kind of coupled that of like in looking in prep uh, preparation to celebrate Easter, you fast for those forty days, much like Jesus did. And um, so where Easter eggs comes from is that in medieval Europe, um, the tradition was to fast from all animal products. Um, Basically, like we are going to deny things of the flesh and focus on things of the spirit. And so with that, there was no meat, no dairy and no eggs that they would eat. Um, But then on Sundays, when they broke the fast, they could eat all those things. However, um, it being the Middle Ages and refrigeration and pasteurization not being a thing, meat and milk wouldn't keep that long like you got it and you had to like you got milk you had to drink it that day or it would go bad it would spoil eggs however were different you could get eggs and they would keep 
for a whole week, and you could eat them on Sunday. So you could get your eggs mo uh, Monday morning, and they'd be fine to eat Sunday. Um, and so because of that, people, um, because it was during the period of Lent, and they were celebrating, they would draw and paint them with, like, religious images with different, you know, stories of Jesus' miracles, um, different, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so then they would paint them and set them aside, and then on Sunday they would break their fast and would celebrate. Um, and so that, as far as I can tell, is the history of Easter eggs. Um, please don't fact check, because I could be wrong about a lot of things. It sounded um, pretty good to me. But the best, see, that is the, like, worst Yikes. aspect of the, I say things with such confidence, whether or not I, like, fully have it on. Yeah. I'm like, ah, that's what it is. That's um, half the battle, though. Truly. So, anyways, but that is, um, from what I can tell, where Easter eggs comes from. If anyone else has any alternative theories, or is like that that is objectively wrong, let me know. Like, yeah, at me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that is Easter eggs. Woo, love it. Um, okay, we also have our word of the day, and we we're gonna like mesh this into something else. But then I was like, wait, I have a word. Right. Um, so again, reminder. Uh, if you have listened this far, congratulations, you made it. Wow, you really did that thing. So proud of you. <laughs> and so, yeah, text us this word of the day. Maybe voice record it and send it to us. Honestly. Apparently, the way we pronounce things makes it hard to spell things. Um, <laughs> the spellings we got back from the last word of the right, day, wild. Our last word of the day, if you don't recall, was uh, gobbledygook. Mm -hmm. and we have to enunciate better. Right. Hopefully, the mics help with this. Yes. We're but doing also, our best, learn how to speak, apparently. Truly. That's mainly at me. I'm not yelling at you. No, I literally, I think we both do it off and on, but we're working on it. We're aware of it, guys. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I've hired a voice coach <laughs> with my non-existent money. It's really, like, heavy on our hearts. We, like, right. dream about it and, like, really just take notes daily about it. So, One we're day. working on it for you guys. Um. So, yeah. So, text us or send us the word of the day and if you are among the first people then we will let you guide our conversation next time yeah um yes yeah, so the word of the day today is three <clears throat> two one one more time for people in the back okay there it is some people might recognize that word some people as in one person at mariah core um we made that up i think Unless maybe we heard it somewhere and we just think we made it up, but we'll say you all made it up. The okay, Shakespeare of our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we made it up. We think we made it up. Um. So yeah, it's pretty great. Couldn't tell you what it means. It honestly means a lot of different things. I think just like put it's together. like super catch a fat doesn't catch a sale. Exactly. Um. But yes, that we made that up when we were like probably like five and seven, and we've been saying it ever since. Wow. So yeah. Deep cuts that. only. Yes. <laughs> I. Anyways. Thank you so much if you made it this far. Thank you for listening. Y'all are the best real ones. Literally. Yeah. All right. We love y'all. We love you. Jesus loves y'all. As uh, always. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>